This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, <laughs> does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Erin Hewson is a New Zealander that is a vegan. She also works for a hunting organization, the New Zealand Deer Stalkers Association. And her father, Snow Hewson, is the chair of the Tar Foundation. I wanted to chat to Erin because, naturally, she has a very unique perspective on who a hunter is and their code of ethics. So, Erin Hewson. So, I had the distinct pleasure of, um, well, one, number one, your dad speaks very, very highly of you. Um, number two, I can actually pronounce your last name perfectly uh, because your dad corrected me. Erin <laughs> Hewitson. Did I get it right? Yep, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I think I said Hewitson to start with, and he just kept his mouth quiet until he introduced himself. He goes, well, actually, it's Hewitson. That sounds not, right. <laughs> not Hewitson. Um, but no, I, I absolutely think the world of your dad and, um, 
you know, I got introduced to him about a year ago when we started talking about tar and the tar issues. And um, we did a couple of videos that we pushed out around tar. And um, and so, yeah. And uh, he said, hey, you may want to speak with my daughter. And I said, why would I want to speak to your daughter, Snow? He goes, because she's a vegan. <laughs> so let me let you introduce yourself, Erin. Um, yeah, so I'm Erin. I'm I'm based in Wellington in New Zealand. I am studying marine biology at the moment. Um, while I'm studying, I also work part-time for the New Zealand Deer Stalkers Association. Um, uh, and of course, my dad, he's very into hunting. It's his profession as well as his passion. Um, I've worked for him a little bit as well, just as the cook and cleaner at the hunting lodge. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I'm also vegan, which could sound a bit contradictory. <laughs> no, it is contradictory. It doesn't yeah. sound contradictory. It is contradictory that you actually see it's not just you don't just work for your dad and have been raised obviously around hunting. You actually work for the New Zealand Deer Stalkers Association, which is a hunting organization. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so maybe i just ask the hard question right away um does it not conflict with how you know your choices your sort of the vegan ethic that you have chosen to live out yeah um when i first took the job i didn't really consider the fact that it would be contradictory um i had quite a few friends that said to me well you're working for a hunting company but you're a vegan it doesn't make sense um but I think just because I grew up around hunting with my dad and everything, so it's always been a part of my life. Um, and I ate meat for the majority of my life. I've only been vegan for like six years now. Um, and, yeah, my I think a lot of the reasons that I'm vegan are kind of also reasons that people hunt. It's Whoa. Yeah, it's because I really enjoy nature and I really appreciate the animals and I want to know where my food is coming from. Um, mm. And living in a city, it's hard to know where the meat comes from. It's often from farms quite far away or things like that. So, yeah, I don't think it fully contradicts. It does in some ways because, yeah, I should, if I work for a hunting company, I should probably be a hunter or a meat eater myself. But, yeah, I think in some ways it does correlate a little. <laughs> well, I could argue that um, having a vegan working for a hunting organization that understands, as you said, how there is some sort of, there's some corollaries between being a vegan and being a hunter. I think that that is a bonus. I think that because you, you're coming to it with a completely different perspective, right? You're not coming to it with the typical hunter mindset and we're all, we're all singing the same off the she same sheet of music. We're singing to the choir. We don't really care about anybody else. But you're not from the choir. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think of a perspective like yours is incredibly valuable, especially to non-hunters, right? People who, I'm not talking about the anti-hunters. Yeah. I'm talking about the non-hunters that are just like, I don't get it. I don't get why someone would hunt. Um, let me ask this, did, when, six years ago when you decided to go vegan, what, may I ask why you decided to go vegan? Yeah, um, it kind of started, I was living in Melbourne at the time, um, 
And I found myself watching a lot of documentaries trying to like get nature into the city because I was missing it quite a lot. Um, And I started watching a few about like factory farming and things like that, Um, specifically about the beef market and stuff like that. And yeah, it started to make me think quite a lot about what I was eating. And then I did more and more research about the factory farming and just the waste that goes into meat eating. Um, yeah, working in a restaurant every night, you know, I'd be clearing plates and I'd be throwing good meat into the rubbish bin and it just felt really wrong to me. Um, and yeah, so that's how it started. But I just kind of stuck to it after that and started to feel healthier and better about it. And yeah, just didn't, didn't turn back. So dad raised you, did he ever push you to be a hunter? What, what, how were you raised? Because obviously he's been hunting since you were born, right? Yeah, yeah. We, so I was raised on a farm, of course. We had loads of the animals around, so different animals. Um, I never really went hunting. I'm not sure why, it just never happened too much. My older brother and my older sister went occasionally. Um, but yeah never never took me really sometimes we went on family trips and he would take off and go hunting and I'd just follow along with him for a walk and wait until he came back but yeah yeah the the, the perspective that you have of hunting can I explore that because that's going to be the meat of this discussion I want I want your perspective I don't want you to give me you know my your you know my opinion go you know regurgitated through your your voice or your dad's opinion regurgitated through your voice but you have a perspective on hunting and so what is that perspective Erin? Um, so my perspective on hunting is that it really it connects people to the land and to the animals which is really important um, moving forward I believe um, and I also think it's quite... Why do you think that connection is important? What what makes that connection important from your perspective? Because I think it makes people care more about what's happening in the world and how humans are having an impact on um, animal species and the environment itself. Um, yeah, and for that reason, I think that hunters do contribute a lot to conservation because they are in the environment. You know, they see how many animals there are, they know what the animals are doing, they know about the, um, like the weather systems and how they're changing and all that kind of thing. Um, it's hard to make someone care about the environment if they're not in it themselves or if they haven't experienced it themselves. So yeah, that's why I think hunting is quite important. It's also a really great way to join people together. It's like an awesome social activity. <laughs> So let me, again, I'm going to press a little bit here. When even though it's an awesome social activity, even though it connects you to Mother Nature and you have this bond essentially with wildlife that you wouldn't be able to get if you were just a hiker, mm-hmm. right, going through the woods. Why are you not then a hunter? <laughs> if these are the things that you can get from it, that's a very good question. Um... I have been pushing my dad, and I think he's going to take me with him. I said, I want to come on a hunting trip, but I don't specifically want to kill the animal. Um, yeah, because I enjoy all parts of it, but I don't personally feel the need to kill the animal. I just want to be experiencing 
everything else at the time. Would you, maybe this is something you've considered, maybe you haven't. In that experience, if you went up into the mountains and your dad managed to take a tar, let's just say it's a tar, would you eat that animal? Um, because there's a reason I asked that because it sort of hits all the things, right? You would know how it lived. You would know who took its life. You would know how its life was taken. Yeah. You would know everything about it. I think maybe I would. Maybe. I can't say yes or no. If it felt of course, right of course. at the time, then possibly I would. For that reason, it, yeah, it would fall into all of my ethical specifics. The, um, the perspective of hunters, not, not, you know, there's a lot of perspectives that anti-hunters and non-hunters have about us. You are surrounded by hunters all the time. You work for a hunting organization. Your dad's a hunter. You've worked in the lodge that he brings hunters into. Let me, let me pose a couple of uh, perceptions, perspectives. Uh, hunters are people that disrespect nature. I disagree. I disagree with that. Hunters are just a bunch of yahoos and rednecks. <laughs> I disagree with that as well. <laughs> um, hunters, when they take an animal off the side of the mountain, they just chop its head off and leave the rest to rot. Not always true, no. Most of the time. And I, and I actually like the way that you answered that because it's not always true. Most of the time, you know, the animal and everything tied to the animal, the, the skin, the antlers, the horns, the meat, Everything's taken out, but there are unfortunately individuals in our lifestyle that choose to, you know, do unethical things in, in my eyes, right? Yeah. That you want to use that animal. You're not just killing it for the sake of killing it. Absolutely. What else? What other perspective of, of hunters can you dispel for us, Erin? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like you say about, um, being a bunch of rednecks. Um, but I think in New Zealand in particular, hunting is just a huge part of our culture in general. Like you won't really meet someone that doesn't know someone that hunts regularly. And yeah, you do sometimes get people like, oh, he's a bit of a, you know, a bogan, a redneck or whatever. But it's just, it's strange to me. I think because I grew up on a farm, so I feel like I'm a little bit that. So it's like, oh, it's just my people. It's normal. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's also that if you don't know it yourself, it's hard to have a well-rounded view of someone, if you know what I mean. Um, because I'm around hunters, I have a perspective of knowing them personally. But if you don't know them personally, it can be like, oh, they're crazy people. I don't know what they're doing. Do you think that's, uh, that's one of the things that I'm encountering more often than not? Is that perceptions... Perceptions are, are, are tied to whether you actually know the individual or not. And so if what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is if you get to know a hunter, sit down with a hunter, your, your perceptions of who hunters are and what they do and why they do it will change. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I agree. As long as you go into the conversation with an open heart, I would definitely agree it would change. 
So any, if you had to speak to a non-hunter and say, just give them a last piece of parting advice, like just to, you know, from a, from a non, from a non-hunter yourself perspective, from a non-hunter's opinion to another non-hunter, what would you say about hunting? Um, that's a good question. I would probably ask them to speak to a hunter or to, you know, try and learn more about hunting before making a decision on whether it's right or wrong. Or, um, yeah, if they can, trying to go out and do it for themselves because I think being in the environment, yeah, will make you more understanding of hunting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Short, sharp, and to the point. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Um, I don't think so. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome talking to you. No, quick, sharp, sh short conversations are very, very good ones, especially, um, you know, with people that aren't, you know, technically hunters, not technically in our community, but resonate the same things that we say all the time. And your voice, your opinion, is it holds more weight it holds much more weight than mine because i can talk about hunting until i'm blue in the face yeah <laughs> but i'm a hunter and it's self-serving about me talking about hunting but when you erin a vegan who works for a hunting organization talks about hunting it packs a punch so thank you thank you well that's it for today I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.